and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is those dark winter days. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so about, oh, what was it? I don't know, almost two years now, I had, I developed a friendship, and I, I would still consider him a friend, um, with a local lawyer who specialized in small businesses and specifically in small business acquisition. Um, for those of you who are not particularly familiar with the business world, a big part of small business in many ways and in most places is investing and finding outside funding because very few businesses, as a general rule, are able to finance themselves from the get-go and particularly finance growth. That's a particularly challenging not to crack for a lot of people. Uh, I wasn't really looking for investing at the time, and I'm still not, but more importantly, I was looking, though, to get outside advice on how to properly kind of set that up. And frankly, a lot of times in the business world, you develop these kinds of connections with people well before you might ever need them, specifically so that if you did need them in a time of crisis, you'd know them, right? You wouldn't have to start from scratch. So I met, um, we'll call him John. That's probably a safe bet. I met John. Uh, John and I became friends. I, I'd been to, you know, I guess, call coffee, brunch, breakfast, whatever. A couple of times we talked about ideas. He introduced me to some great people, um, some local marketing people who I consider friends and some amazing um, business owners. And John worked for a very large uh, and local law firm. And I went, I was invited by John to go to one of their Silicon Pastures events. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Silicon Valley is out in California. There's the Silicon Prairie. There's the Silicon Desert. There's the Silicon, we, the, the one in Milwaukee is called Silicon Pastures. So the goal is, is that all of these places, other, like all of them are knockoffs of the Silicon Valley. And I know that there's a lot of people that would be very upset with me for calling them knockoffs, but they are. The Silicon Valley was always the, I mean, that's the Palo Alto area of California. That was always the, the birthplace of technological innovation for many, many years. I, mean, I would say it still is. But there's been a goal and a push in Milwaukee, especially to say, how do we connect Milwaukee entrepreneurs with Milwaukee investors? Because one of the most important factors to helping foster growth and foster small business and entrepreneurship is for business owners that are successful to shepherd along some of the younger and less experienced business owners. So <clears throat> I had been invited to go to this Silicon Pastures event and I had no idea what to expect, but it was a really fun time. It was, it was at the top floor of this very large building in downtown Milwaukee, which overlooks the lake and it was very pretty. And we went there and it, there was the uh, kind of a networking time beforehand. And I met with some, really cool people who were um, big players in the local industry. And it was interesting. I really, really quickly realized that out of all of the people, there's probably 50 people in this room. Out of all the 50 people in this room, I was probably one of five people who actually owned a business that was a small business. 
all of the rest of these people were large, either they were owners of large businesses or they represented large businesses and they're specifically the merger and acquisition aspect of those businesses. So it was actually a very interesting, it was a fun time. I mean, it's fun being the successful small business in the room, um, you know, in that kind of a place. So I had a great time talking with a lot of these people and networked with a lot of them. And then the first speaker came on and he talked about the incredible success of his business that he had built. This was a, it's interesting because I'm fairly confident that that business um, is now no longer in existence, but at the time it was millions of dollars. It was a huge business uh, that he had started and it was very much the classic right time, right place, right technology, just massive scale up. And it was really cool to listen to him talk. And it was interesting to listen to him talk specifically about what it takes, the kind of the genetic makeup of an entrepreneur, what it takes to kind of have that, that the combination of the risk-taking behavior, vision, um, stubbornness, and kind of an almost a, a, it's oftentimes a very ne- negative aspect of that, that arrogance to believe that you can just do it, right? That you can succeed where others have failed, right? So he had a very interesting talk and I really enjoyed it. He was a great speech giver. Um, and then the next person came up. She was one of the heads of the Silicon Pastures group. Big investor, big venture capitalist. And she brought out a journal. And she talked about how she had written this speech in the middle of the night in her journal. And then she went on to give a very impassioned speech. It was very moving. Um, you, could, you could tell, you could sense how... Um, excited and and passionate she was about small businesses and fostering them and helping to build this community. And one of the things she talked about that I thought was interesting to say the least, but also very, very important was it was advice to investors. And the advice to investors was invest local within two hours is what she said. Because you want to be, you want to invest in businesses that are within two hours of your location because otherwise you're never going to go to board meetings. Um, and she said that that was a really important part of being a successful investor was being on, uh, on the board and being at the board meetings in person to help create those connections and to provide that advice in real time. And then the other thing that she talked about was that those investors need to spend time with the business owners end of January, early February. When things are at their darkest and when things are hard. And that really struck a chord with me. And I was thinking about it this morning. Because today is a cold, gray, low cloud day in Wisconsin. There's a lot of them. And we've had sunny days. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's always this way. But we've had a lot of these days. And you spend all your time indoors because it's freezing cold. I think yesterday was like negative eight degrees Fahrenheit, I should say. Um, and you spend all your time indoors. So you get cabin fever. And it's a hard time of year. Sales aren't great. People don't like to spend money in January. Or people don't like to spend money on luxury items in January. Or early February, for that matter. I understand why Hallmark put uh, Valentine's Day on the 14th. I mean, it's a bit of a joke. But it's, um, it's a difficult time for small businesses. It's also a very interesting time as a business owner. because. You have to have this unshakable 
well, not unshakable, but it's got to be a very strong faith in what you're doing. Because you have to believe it's going to get better. Right? Because if you're like, well, this is what it's going to be for the rest of the year. If February is going to be what it is for the rest of the year, you go out of business, right? Like, it's just, you just are staring down the barrel of a very, 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 very sad year. And having the fortitude to hang on and say, this is a moment in time. That's really key. My father suggested I talk about um, dealing with suffering, right, on my podcast and how journaling can help deal with suffering. And I might do a longer podcast on that later, but I was thinking about that a lot over the last, over the weekend that we talked and I was just thinking about it. One of the things that I think helps in suffering, and I'm not saying that I'm suffering here, don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not, there are plenty of people who are suffering much worse than I. So I'm very grateful and I am very blessed. But I think that there is a, a, a parody in some ways in the how you deal with suffering in a deep, dark hole and how you deal with suffering in dark winter days like this. And it's to remember that it is a moment in time. And it's hard to see past the moment in time when you're suffering. It's hard to see past it. It's hard to think of a time when it's not going to be like this. And there's a dreamer in everyone who says, well, things are going to get better. And there's a pessimist in everyone that says, mm, probably not. And I think having a journal and, can, and writing about it, and I've written a lot the last couple of days, can help bring the optimist and pessimist out into the light. Because if you leave that dark and hopeless thought to just reign in your brain and you don't have that dreamer in a very, very powerful way in your brain at the same time, it's just a, a mess of emotions that is hard to untangle. And writing about it, thinking through the challenges that are happening in the moment, but then also the joy that could come in the future, what you're working towards and having that excitement and all of those things, writing them down on paper, it makes it more real. And it makes the, the possibility of improvement into a reality of potential, which is a weird way to say that in a kind of a convoluted thought. But I think that when you're in these times of these dark winter days, and it's funny, it's not just actual physical dark winter days, but it is a metaphorical dark winter days. There's a lot of people right now who are experiencing a lot of heartache, anxiety, dealing with the loss of jobs, dealing with the stress, dealing with the paradigm that is previously unthinkable and not knowing when that'll end. I don't think it's crazy to say that I think we all wish and all want to go back to a time when you didn't have to wear masks, you didn't have to isolate yourself or socially distance, you didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just had friends over. You went and saw friends. You went out to parties. You went out to clubs and bars. You socialized. We're social creatures, right? I don't think it's difficult for us to say that we all wish that that would be the way it was. And I think it will be again. Times will continue to change. This is a moment in time. And writing about it has helped me come to the conclusion 
that this is just a day. And it's funny when you read back on yesterday's journaling and the day before and the day before, it actually, you can see the, the days evolve. And you can see yourself evolve. And that can help provide some, I guess, recourse for when you feel hopeless because you can see that it evolves, right? You can see that this isn't the way you've always been and this isn't the way that even you've been recently, right? You'll be amazed when you look at your journal, when you read back a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you'll see that while you think things are the same, they are drastically different. And oftentimes for the better. It's hard to see it, but sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not. But. So hold fast. Hang in there. And during these dark winter days, realize that it's just a moment in time. And things will get better. And I would recommend journaling about it. You don't have to journal in our journals. I think you should because they're amazing. But you don't have to. You can journal on anything. Just scrap of paper and napkin. That's all it takes. I, I'm confident you'll see changes. All right, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in Thursday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below as well as the bell notification to be alerted when we get new podcasts launched. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, or folio, or mask, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you have a quick update to your address or you spelled your name wrong or something like that, that's a quick thing. Uh, give us a call, 414-434-9001. That's also a number that you can text. So it's also 414-434-9001. It's the easiest way to get a hold of us. We're only on that line that, that's only monitored from 9 in the morning to 5 p.m. at night, Central Standard Time. So that's, uh, that's an option for those who are inclined to go that way. Also, I mean, some people just like to, to talk on the phone. Um, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Both a review on the podcast with whatever app you're listening on or leave a comment in the YouTube comments. I really enjoy reading them. Um, but also a review on the product. You can go to murdercreative.co slash reviews. On that page, there's a button that'll take you to Facebook and you can leave a review there on Facebook. We use Facebook because they're a nice third party to allow us to, you know, so that you know that we're not just faking these reviews. Um, and that helps as well. Allow other people to be able to see them pretty easily. We do port all of those reviews over to our website so people can see them um, as well. Uh, if you have something that would cause you to leave a bad review, there's a button there that gets you directly in contact with us. We genuinely want to make sure that everybody has a good concept or a good, uh, a good relationship with us. And so we will do everything we can to, to help make it, make it right, whatever the issue is. So definitely reach out to us uh, and we'll take care of you. If you want to help us, word of mouth is the best form of advertising. It's absolutely the case. Tell your friends. It really means a lot to us. If you'd like a little something for doing that, go and log into the top of our website. There's just a login button. You can use your email and password. That's all it takes. No one more information than that. Then if you go to the bottom left-hand corner, you click on the button there that says rewards. It'll open up the rewards panel. People who are logged into our website and are members in our program get 5% back on any purchase they make as in-store credit. But there's also at the bottom of that uh, window, a shareable link. If you share that link with someone else, they get $5 off their first purchase and you get $5 of in-store credit when they finish that purchase. So it's a great way to, uh, you know, help out your friends a little bit, help out yourself a little bit and help all of us out. So definitely share that with your friends. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to talk about just about anything. Uh, and finding new topics is always tricky. So either leave the topic that you want to hear about in the comments, send us an email, sales at murdycreative.co. 
or you can just send us a message in uh, one of our social medias and we'll do our best to, to find that, get that back and, and talk about it if I can. Um, if you're looking for multiple items, binders, journals, folios, anything we sell, uh, and you're looking, we, we do have bulk order discounts, you know, so the minimum order quantity for our bulk orders are five, and that can be five of one thing or one of five things. We, it's just based off of your total cart quantity, and that's a percentage off. You can feel free to shoot us a message, S-A-L-E-S at merdycreative.co um, to ask about that bulk discount. It's also where you reach out if you want to get a custom order. So if you want to get your logo or your design on any of our current product line, um, you just send that as an attachment, S-A-L-E-S to merdycreative.co. We can create a custom mock-up for you so you can review it and then a custom order link as well. There are no minimum order quantities for the custom mock-ups or the custom orders like that. So if you're like, I'm a small business owner and all I want is a journal with my name on it, or you're like, I want a journal with my signature on it, send us that. Black and white is the best. We can't really do grayscale or color, so black and white, two-tone image. If you send that to us in an email, ask it, you know, include details about what product you're interested in and any positioning or sizing information, if you've got that, uh, we'll create that mock-up and send you that custom order link. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.